a week where we finally got back into Tynecastle after 17 months. We almost never, thanks to Cameron. My name is Jarvie and I am joined this week by Simon, Hammy and Cameron. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Yes, we finally got into a bloody game, boys. Uh, Cameron, how do you get in the Roseburn stand again? Apparently by going into the Roseburn stand. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to him though, we were closer going through the gates to the stand that we tried to than walking all the way around to the Roseburn. We were. Right, Cameron tried to get us in via the wheat field. We were in section H, so it would have made sense. Um, Considering the, the, the plaza, just like literally, it's the corner and you're there. <laughs> Absolute joke. Had to walk right around. But to be fair, I think we were like behind the terrace as the, the whistle blew to start the game. So we were close. We almost made it for kickoff. Um, bye. No thanks to Cameron. It's pretty good for us to almost make kickoff, to be fair. Aye. Aye, it's true. The camera almost never went at all. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious. Still be drinking in Harry Park if he could. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you get on it, but I'm not sure I missed that much. I would have missed that much. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, aye, we'll come on to them for next game. Um, but yes, this podcast is the the big prediction show. I think it was my favourite podcast from last season. Uh, was listening it back anyway. Absolutely horrendous stuff. Um, but first, let's just batter through three games, shall we? Um, the Sunderland game, you've never seen it because you've been at a stag do, which I was too ill to go to. So I watched it on my laptop. Um, it was quite fun because Eden McGeady was playing and he was getting booed like fuck from kickoff. But he did score too. <laughs> uh, he, got, he, got di- he got booked for diving. Um, Loic Demure played for 35 minutes and lost possession five times. Um, and Leo Watson came on at left wing back and actually looked quite good. Looked as good as young Cochrane. So that's the that's the headlines for that one. Sterling Albion game on Tuesday. You watched that one. Um, yep. Boyce on the end of a wonderful one-two with GMS. Some goal. <laughs> not clearly not. I did not watch this one. Oh, did you not? Thank you, did Tommy. Uh, I did it. <laughs> So it's all blur uh, this summer. Uh, Finley Pollock uh, scored his first goal for the club um, just after coming off the bench. Um, no Luke Demure. Um, before we touch on this now, do you think he's well out of it again for this season after looking quite good in some pre-season games? Do you not believe Robbie Nielsen whenever he says that uh, he's going to be playing? <laughs> I believe I why you said that we're not going to sign fairly. Like, you know, really, <laughs> as, as Nepele, so <laughs> he's honest, he's being honest. Right, Jenk Demur is what fifth in the pecking order Halliday, Haring, McInef, Pollock, and then Demur. Is he that far down now? Based on how many appearances and, and what the squad's been looking at in pre season, you could, you could make that assumption. You never really know with pre season, we always usually see some players more than we do, but I. I'd say he's probably about fifth on talent as well, to be honest, from what we've seen. Agreed. Yeah. I think if he was going to get an opportunity in a competitive match, it would have been that one. Uh, Odin Burness last night, man, no sign of him. He's, he's finished. He won't play a minute this season now. Why would you, though? He's like getting paid either way. So 
He clearly doesn't want to play football. No. Nah. I don't think we'll ever know the truth behind Lloyd Demur and what happened there. Just why? I'll send them a message on Instagram, see if we can get them for 50th episode. <laughs> <laughs> We should say we're, uh, we're certainly not trying very hard <laughs> to get a special <laughs> guest on. I've asked one ex-player who I thought would like to do a shoot interview, but I'm not expecting a, a reply from my friend in Germany. But <laughs> uh, well, we are going to have Jolly back next week, so there you go. We do have a special guest. Jolly is back for this season. Uh, Inverness game, uh, it was so good to be back. Eh? It just felt so surreal, didn't it? I, I like I enjoyed the before going to the game and, and you know the walk to the ground and everything. It sort of goes downhill a wee bit after that when <laughs> the actual football on the pitch. But it was good to be back. The atmosphere there was there was folk trying to sing and and uh, and um, get an atmosphere going. But I just going back to the football was nice. Mm-hmm. Hats uh, off it was the boys in section G. So you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it was nice to see like the, the range of Hearts fans we get because even we were like shouting things at like the Mark Ridgers and Craig Gordon because we were in the, the Roseburn so they could obviously hear us. And you got a few tuts for the, the people around us and you see people with their picnics and then you look over at Section G and there's folk being caught with cans and <laughs> you're getting tutted at for shouting. Like, I love I love Tynecastle and I love Hearts but I absolutely hate Tynecastle and I absolutely hate Hearts. <laughs> I think I'd say we, there was more laughs than tuts. I'd say it was all. Oh, I was quite happy. Aye, everyone's yeah. in a good mood. Apologies to anyone that had to listen to a live a live version of the podcast last night, <laughs> um, because there was some unsavoury things said. Cameron, you weren't overly impressed with Nand Wheelie's performance, were you? It wasn't unsavoury. It's was just well, a kind of running um, appraisal of I thought how he played, and it it seemed. Last night, anyway, very, very passive to me. It didn't look like, uh, I don't know, it, it just didn't seem to get into the game at all. I don't know if it was just, it, it wasn't the occasion, but um, yeah, it didn't seem up for it at all last night. Is that his first game back, like first competitive game back since he picked up a knock? It will be, I think so. Yeah. So, given him, so yeah, it would be. Given the, the benefit of the doubt, but he did look, he did look really off at him. The, Ball seemed to bounce off him instead of stick to him when he was up top. Um, so it didn't didn't give us the best chance to sort of build a bit of pressure. But then he did have moments where he assist for the ball and things all right. I think you're just well, like I've been too worried about it. I think the, the hearts will have been happy to just get him some minutes back under the belt. Fair enough. It can only improve. Um, I thought Alex Cochran was better than I had expected. What did you make of him? It's quite quiet, but he was fairly solid. No, no glaring mistakes, no glaring issues. Um, how old is he? Twenty-one. If that he's, he's that he's that that age. So if he sort of um, just builds on that going forward is a bit of an issue. If he's playing at wing back, I know we sort of started with um, that. We'll we'll talk about more, but I know we started with sort of holidays, the holding mid dropping in and making it a back five and pushing Cochrane and. Um, Smith further up the park, but mm-hmm. going forward he didn't he didn't provide much. Um sort of just like cover for GMS and, and an overlap for GMS. But mm-hmm. if he can improve on these things, then yeah, he's a good player. Can't wait to sell him on oh no wait. 
Yeah, indeed. Um, Mark Rogers had an outstanding game. Um, we could have scored you know, four or five goals. He just he did have a genuinely solid game. Um, but are you concerned about us still struggling to break teams down that are kind of sitting tight and deep? So that was a we had all kind of guns blazing there with Nandwili, Boyce, GMS, Janelli all starting. I think Richards had a good game. I think the two sort of great saves that he made were right at him. The the sort of cutback was it Boyce just at the end of the first half, or was I it so, GMS? Yeah. Sort of hit it right at him. Right at him, and then there was a chance in the second half that was also hit right at him. Listen, the keeper's got to put himself in a good position and make these saves, but hit the corners. Jamie Walker hit the hard and low opposite corner, you're going to be all right. And two of the shots were right in the middle, so yeah. But yeah, I do, I do worry about us creating actual chances because shots and we have shots on target, and it looks like in the stats, but actual chances, I'd, I'd be interested to see the XG because I don't think it would be very good. Interesting. Um, Jamie Walker was kind of getting a, a lot of unsavoury words earlier in the week after Nielsen said he was unfit, which is why he hasn't been featuring much recently, um, but came on and done very well. Uh, he could have scored a handful himself um, and he, of course, scored the winner. Um, what, what, what's the script for Jamie Walker? What's his season looking like now? He looked fine to me. Like, he did. I like I know we joked when he came on and uh, he scored and then it's sort of like maybe ten minutes to go, five minutes to go. We were laughing like who who would your man of the match be? And we all kind of said like well, maybe Jamie Walker. Like as a joke or Mark Richards, we all actually agreed it would have been Mark Richards. But then they gave it to Jamie Walker and we sort of laughed. But in the fifteen minutes that he did play, he was the best player in the park. Yeah, and that's his role. We said if he he could be a good starter, potentially captain for us if he sorts of did it, but. I think now he's a good impact sub for us. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the new system, it's looking like we're going to be playing a 3-4-3. You'd imagine that's how we're going to set up against Celtic next week. Where does Jamie Walker sit in a formation like that for you? Jinky's still still got the ability to be a winger. Jinky's a centre mid. What Jinky does now? I think he comes on to fit wherever you want him to because he's going to be on the bench. Yeah. I'm not I saying he's going to start against Celtic. Just wondering where you think he could fit into a, a three-four-three. But no, I, I, I completely get. I, I just think it's it's probably going to be situational as to where who you want to to have on the pitch at that point in time. I think he could do either. Um, but but as an impact sub, you, you probably see him in both across the season. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him. You know how Boyce has kind of found himself in this false nine slash ten role. I think Jamie Walker could play there quite nicely as well. He's a handy backup to have, and he can also play off the striker, so I'm sure he'll get plenty appearances off the bench this year. I I hope he's happy with that role as well, though, because he can't really blame anyone else other than himself. With with what we hear, as much as we can believe what we hear um, about his fitness and stuff, you can't expect to be starting every week. At every level, you talk about turning up to training and making sure you're in good shape, so... As long as you're in good shape, you're going to be in contention. And by the sounds of it, although despite what our eyes told us yesterday, he's meant to be not in good shape. So, like Cameron says, looked fine to him. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. Definitely uh, better than us. 
Aye, turnstiles are tight, Simon, <laughs> especially after lockdown, carrying a few extra pounds, maybe. Um, so it's all that. Um, but not that the victory uh, mattered because we needed to score another one to, to get seeded and we found ourselves drawn against away to Celtic. Um, it would be like the 14th August or thereabouts. Um, I didn't realise we had to score two during that game and I don't think Nielsen did either. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I, I, I honestly never knew until we got drawn against a non-seeded team and then it was explained that because we scored we weren't actually a seeded team, despite yeah. topping the group, winning every single game, mm-hmm. not conceding it. Oh, no. Yeah. Did we concede a goal? No. I don't no. think no. we conceded a goal, did we? But that's nah, not good enough. Um, the, the frustrating thing is, it went down to goal difference. St Mirren scored a penalty in the 95th minute to get a better goal difference than us. <clears throat> and St Mirren got a 3-0 away victory because one of their games was called off because of COVID. So the, the injustice against Hearts Still continues. <laughs> well, that was the, the three games. Um, before we go on to our seasonal predictions, uh, let's cover off our transfer news and slash out of context jambles kickback. Back away and don't talk a lot of shame. So. Right. I was about to say, that's the transfer news done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good fun. Um, another win, another glorious night on Jambo's kickback, full of loads of praise. Incorrect, boys. We should have won by two goals. Major thread started already. Nielsen's failings during season 2021-22. It got to nine pages last night with folk not happy. One man says, deploying boys so deep was utterly baffling. Someone says, it's like he wants to be sacked. That's Robin Nielsen, of course. <laughs> um, apparently, somebody says he's just been interviewed on Premier Sports. He'd rather drawn away to Celtic than some of the other clubs why? Can someone explain? Somebody replied, because he's a fucking clown. Just the latest in a long line of shit that comes out of his face. Mm. A, bit, a bit harsh, but um, uh, tempers were frayed. Um, Joe Savage, he couldn't even get out the firing line. Another thread was started for him. How clever does Savage look now? Anyone think our signing policy has worked so far? couple of players could have been the difference tonight. Again, going with this theme that if we'd scored twice, we wouldn't have Celtic. So it says, last time I checked, we won the game and created plenty of chances. Won the group without conceding a goal. The hyperbole on here is actually embarrassing. Makes me miss the Euros. Somebody says, that's plenty for the night, I think. Sake, man. Now, I understand Robbie's comments about folk fucking off to watch Man City. If we didn't won 4-0 every game, we're shite. Hearts won. Hearts got through to the next round. Enjoy it. Um... So then we want to go on to the long-running saga that is Hearts transfers, or rather, lack <laughs> of transfers. Uh, there was a there was a bit of a rumor going about today. Mark McNulty, he's uh, I think Motherwell are wanting him. So somebody says wouldn't want McNulty file in the Hibs Ned category. Anyway, saw that Motherwell interested in him. Doubt we could doubt we would want him at our club. Um, somebody says, don't, don't see us signing any starting 11 players if we're still without anyone by now. Take any new signings will be squad players, young guys with a view to developing, 
also not massively downbeat, but we've spent 100 to 200 grand on Markinev, and already the guys behind Pollock and Halliday, it seems, or is there more going on there? Somebody else says, it's been a good PR stunt by Hearts because his yes, players are just about to be tied up with season ticket sales ongoing. Heard that these players were on their way since sales were around the 5k mark. I was told last night that somewhere in the region 10k have been sold. So where are these players? And somebody says, our pissers appear to have been pulled on that one. Um, there is an actual rumour, though, I found tonight. And, and it says... <laughs> As I indicated in my post yesterday from a very good source and very, is in capital letters, lads, don't be surprised if we don't have anyone in before the Celtic game and it may still be some time after the Celtic game before we see any new faces. And uh, just to wrap up, the collective thoughts, somebody puts, bottom line, we are shite and run like a community project. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that somebody on there has actually used the word hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly wasn't um, Just to stay on the transfer subject, I know we'll go through it. Um, the, on that, there was a lot of people defending it and saying other teams haven't done as much as well in Scotland. So, all the teams. Um, and I think every other club's signed more players than us. I think apart from Rangers and possibly Kilmarnock, who are both signed three players as well. Now Rangers won the league. They they you know they don't really need to sign a lot of players. They've got a decent team. Um, and I was looking at the players we released as well. So we've signed three. Two of them were already here last season. I think it was eleven we let go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Harry Cochran, Irving, Ollie Lee, Lewis Muir, Doyle, Freer, Berra, Whiten. Um, Zamal, A.D. White, Stevie Nace. That's a lot of players we've let go. And it's a wee bit worrying for me that we've not signed anyone. I'm not honest. basing my worry on Hearts not signing players based on other teams, whether they've signed players or not. I'm based on the fact that I've been watching this team for, like, this this sort of group of players, maybe since the start of last year, fair, based on it. We're not making progress compared to everyone else. And I'd much rather be proactive. I understand there's the Euros, I understand there's a lockdown, I understand there's the things, but we're not signing anyone who is tied up with the Euros. <laughs> Back so, in Lance, World Cup star days. Oh. Northern Ireland never qualified, so Jordan Jones wasn't tied up at all. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would seem like, but I'll judge it when it's shut and who we've brought in. Um, obviously, I'd like to get them in before the pre season. Well, it's football, not even we forget about the human element. You can't, you can't play like FIFA. Mm-hmm. So, six weeks to go until the transfer window closes. It's a long time, a lot can happen. But, like you said, the, the season's going to start, and I, I genuinely don't think we'll have made any like new signings uh, on top of what we've got already. Mm-hmm. It's a funny one. I mean, we are a newly promoted club at the end of the day, it's worth remembering as well. And, you know, Promoted sides, we see what happens in England, albeit on a much lesser scale here too in previous years, that squads are strengthened. There, there is high turnovers and you see several at times first-team players come into a team. You know, if Nielsen and Savage don't think we need it, if they still don't think we need another centre-back, I would be They're nuts. Aye. But you just, in a way, I am glad we're not just signing Tom, Dick and Harry to come in. And it's a rush signing. Do you not think... 
you know, think with on a centre back front, we almost feel like we've got a player back. We're getting like getting Suter back is like a almost as if we've signed a player. You know, we didn't have him last season apart from the very end. I, I do agree, but I think even with the what we've got three out and out centre backs in the squad right now. He's right. planning on playing three a game. Were you including Popescu in that? How will get Popescu Suter? That'd be interesting because I mean Cochrane played there last night, didn't they? Yeah, Cochrane and Kingsley have been kind of rotating. I think Nielsen's kind of still to decide who he's going to play. But do we need a left-sided centre back? Because either way, it's not working for for one of them. I think Kingsley's and wasted in the in the centre. And even if he turns out that he can actually play there, like Michael Smith, and he is good in the back three, he's known for being injured. If he comes out, then that's us. We're already, we've got what, nobody who can really play there in a three. No. I wouldn't trust Popescu to play on that left side. I wouldn't trust Halkett to play on that left side. No, it's very thin. There's 100% a body needed in there. But like I said, come the end of, come the, end of the window, that's when we'll make our judgments. Mm-hmm. And then come Christmas, we'll realise they're all fucking shite and we shouldn't have them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's been a rumour out this week um, in the papers, Cameron. It's again, it's not one I've made up. Never do. Uh, David Bates seems to be floating around the, the the Scottish transfer news. He's been linked with Hearts, Hibs, and Dundee United, or was it Dundee? Um, but if a funny funny career for Bates going to Hamburg, he's been kind of punted out to their B side just now for training. I think he's free to go. Do you think that could be an option potential there? I mean, did he not get a Scotland call up? He's got four caps. Yeah, like wow. I, I've I've only heard good things. That the experience in Germany is going to be good. He's a centre back, so he's probably going to be getting better in the next couple of years, unless he's just not interested. So I'd be absolutely cheesing with someone like David Bates, to be honest. I I, I go to the Scotland games, and I do not remember playing Scotland. <laughs> Neither do I. I cannot believe that Four caps. I was sure he did but I was like maybe I've made this up it's only on his wiki he made his debut in a 4-0 win against Albania <laughs> is this the same I bears you I can't imagine a 4-0 so <laughs> <laughs> this is I some sort of alternative time, time tournament boys <laughs> <laughs> David Bates' name is out there. We shall see. Um, You could find a game or two into the season if things aren't going too well. That's maybe suddenly where a few bodies are coming in. Maybe they're just waiting out just now, seeing how the season starts off. Who knows? Um, Bye. Thank you, Hammy. The transfer centre is still open. Um, Season-long predictions then, so we're, we're just going to make these on the current squad, which is, which is obviously just the same as last year, minus 11, basically. <laughs> um, and we'll go through these. So if anyone anyone signs, it's just tough luck. And the, the polls will be for, you know, our picks anyway and all that. So same format as last year. So the first one, probably the hardest question this year, and it was uh, the easiest one last year. What position will Hearts finish in? Cameron, kick us off. Fair. Okay. Simon's going, oh. What are you that's saying? ambitious. I think that's ambitious. I'd love to say fifth. I'd love to say higher, but 
I'm thinking around six or seven. That cut off. If we finish in the top six, we will finish in sixth, and we will finish on less points than the team in seventh. <laughs> yeah. So so sixth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seventh. Aye, that's about that's about eighth. Right. Nine. <laughs> 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 right, Hammy, what are you saying? I'm gonna say eighth. Eighth? Oh Christ! Yeah. Well, I can well, see Robbie, it. I can see it. Would Robbie Nielsen still be the manager at the end of the season if we're going uh, that badly? If we're just hanging boots on the table all season, he'll he'll not get sacked. And at the end of the season, if we finish eighth, then ah, uh, you can't keep Robbie Nielsen. I'll trade, I'll, I'll trade my fifth for eighth and the Scottish Cup, though. <laughs> oh, aye. Aye. No, I, that, I think Nielsen's target season will be I think that will genuinely be his target next yeah. season because of that get a new contract yeah. Okay, right, let's go uh, in reverse Hammy also asked you um, how many points would Hearts get? Surely you've took this into account making your prediction for 8th so what have you calculated? Yeah, I was just looking at the last bit annoying down to eighth or finished on the same amount of points. So I'm gonna and um, 45. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Simon points. Yeah, I was I was actually gonna go for 50, so I'll go for 48. Okay, what was your um position again? Six. Six, right. Um Cameron. Five. The same 45. as eighth place. And ninth place was 44. So. so you've got to pick at least. I'll put all right, I'll go 46. No, I'm similar. I never even said my prediction. Mine's is also fifth, and my points are 49. So looking at that, would be 12 wins, 12 draws, 14 losses. So you're looking at us being good at Tincastle and absolutely humming away for home. And I think that could be the year ahead. All <laughs> right. Third category, best newcomer. And the, the list here just went on and on. So we've had to, to go with last year's Josh Janelli, uh, Ross Cheesy Stewart, and of course, Alex Cochran. <laughs> take, take your pick. What a, what a feast. Janelli, <laughs> 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 but surely we could just revisit this if anyone else comes in. Maybe. I don't know that's fair, because Janelli's played a lot of team. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm good Cochran because he's the only one. Uh, it's literally just Cochran then, isn't it? No, I mean, Janela could get injured, so. Right. No, can I have John Sutter? <laughs> it was unfair to pick Janela, were you? Yeah, I, we, we were saying that technically it's only Cochran as the new player. Fair enough, Cochran, but we can maybe come back to that at the end of the transfer window. Okay, right. Most improved player. Um, so it's any squad player from last season, other than Alex Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to say, this will go to a poll at the end of the season. Um, an interesting one, this. I thought it was quite a tricky one. I think, um, can I start? I've got a I couple of mind to think. Um, I think GMS has big potential to kind of push on and be that player. Um 
obviously started to look good at the end of last season. And then if we if we see some of what we did there, and, and, and as I've said before, if teams open up a bit against us, I really think he's got a lot of potential this season, kind of driving forward. And then my other one, I'm going with JMS, but my other one, I just thought I'd throw out there, if you wanted to start with a really low bar, someone who's got massive room to improve, um, Popescu, um, plenty of opportunity there, um, as a man who, well, sky's the limit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I working for Sky is a fucking limit for him, to be honest. Ooh, hey. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, right, Hammy, uh, who are you saying? Um, I was going to go GMS as well, but I want to go different. So I'm actually going to, and wait for it, I'm going to go Mr. Andy Halliday. Oh, okay, good. That wasn't the one I was going to say. <laughs> also mine. He had a bit of a weird season, but he, see, he seems to have started this off all right. Um, and he seems to be getting games, so I think he could be a good player for us. Agree. Same reasons for myself, Mr. Andy Hillary, your favourite player, Hammy. Um, to remember, he was very unfit when he came into the Hearts team last season as well. I think it took him a while to get up to speed. Um, yep. The championship just a weird, weird division, isn't it? Thank you, we fired up in front of fans and all that this year I think he could be a, a surprising key player for us yeah. I'm going to pick one but tell me if I'm being a bit of a fucking cop out <laughs> Peter Haran I'd give you that I think because I feel like he he's going to be really good this year if he plays but I feel like that's, that's a bit of a given because last year he barely played mm-hmm. so obviously he, he'd hopefully improve on that if he's just playing alone but given that, I'll, I'll. This is a boy I'm going to pick for the, the next question. But uh, Ian Henderson as well, I think. I think he could have a good season. This will be hilarious when we listen to us back and we're like, Ian Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> he plays for fucking Alwa now. <laughs> Peter Harren's at them family. <laughs> That's the thing. Eh? You just do not know. You do not know. Um, Paddy gave me predictions by the way I better rattle off his uh, and you'll be surprised considering how negative he normally is he thinks Hearts are going to win the league <laughs> <laughs> for that he said um, what was question to how many points he just said hundreds did <laughs> <laughs> you ask him yesterday when he was at the wedding <laughs> this was just a, a couple of hours ago uh, I said <laughs> you'll like this one uh, where are we Oh, no, I'll come on to that. What did he put for best newcomer? Um, I just think he refused to answer that one. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah, we'll come on to the others. Um, right, come on to the other one. It's quite funny. Right, moving on um, from most improved, most assists. There's a few options for this one. I think it's kind of one of two, probably. Simon, most assists. Uh, GMS probably takes a lot of the corners, free kicks, him or Halliday. Halliday, interesting. Uh, Cameron? Oh, I'm going to double down, GMS again. Yeah. Hammy? I think, and, and, and to kind of just build on that, I think the reason for picking GMS for assists is, is exactly why he'll be the improvement of a, of a player that I think he'll be this season. Bet builder. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Liam Boyce. Mm-hmm. Who's he assisting himself? <laughs> <laughs> well, if Walker comes on at 60 minutes, he'll just assist him constantly. 
Yeah, that's funny. Aye. I'd I'd thought about Boyce, but he's he's down from a top goal scorer, and it did occur to me he was going to have like a, a Jaden Sancho at Dortmund season, 15, <laughs> 15 assists. <laughs> if that happened, that would just be like he would win the the Ballon d'Or or something. So it's going to happen. So I've put down GMS. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that one. Uh, right, I uh, top goal scorer. I'll go first since I just said it, Mr. Liam Boyce yet again. Um, and we'll come on our wagers after this. Um, I'm going to put Boyce down for 14 league goals this season. Give me that. I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's realistic for realistically a fifth at best team. 14. I think goals. that's Real Madrid realistic. No, <laughs> <still going laughs> in. Do you not think? Uh, no? I'll go Craig Halkett with four. (laughs) (laughs) Serious pick, Simon. Yeah, I'm being fucking serious. You'd not remember what we were like in the Premier League. This team's (laughs) pretty much... There's different players, but it's pretty much the fucking exact same. Well, we're not going to... No, seriously. It's obviously going to be Liam Boyce, isn't it? But keep it spicy. I'll go with Craig Halkett and four. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Am I locking that in, Simon? Yeah. Can I tell when he's joking or not? Right. <laughs> Hammy. John Suter with six. Uh, <laughs> no. I am going to go with. Again, I want to mix it up a bit. I'll go. Actually, I'll go GMS. Uh, and I will say. I'm actually looking at last year's top goal scorers. And say seven. Craig White still finishes our like third top goal scorer last season. I you would have fine. But he's also one of the best goal scorers in Scottish football. Remember, best best young natural Scottish goal scorers in the league. He'll be in the Scotland squad in two years. Aye. So how many was that? How many GMS? What do you say? Seven. Seven. He's going to score one less than Kyle Lafferty last year. Nuts. I guess if you're saying Hearts are going to finish eighth, then realistically, that's probably probably be right if that's yeah. the timeline we go down. Uh, Cameron, what are you saying? Uh, based on, I mean, based on the conversation I just had there, and, and and watching the game last night, I'm, I'm very tempted to go Jamie Walker seven, but um, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it refreshed. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nandwili for eight. Nandwili eight. Okay, interesting. I could see Nandwili just getting like a, a run of like ten games and scoring like six in those ten games, and mm-hmm. that'll just boost it all. Because I, I, I really do think that they're going to be kind of interchanged throughout the season. I don't think you're going to see one of them all the time. And it'll more likely be boys that you'll see consistently. But I do games, think I. I do think they'll be swapped in and out. It's a good point. I think Nandulay's almost went under the radar because he's missed all these league games. Eh? Like we were talking last season about he's built for this uh, for the Premier League and he could be a huge player for us. Very much under the radar just now. Yeah. Um, Paddy's prediction for top goal scorer was Liam Boyce and I'm pretty sure he said like 30 goals. <laughs> he'll, need it for, he'll need it for his hunters of points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's uh, top goal scorer. Now on to young player of the season. This is another one which we'll need to get pulled at the end of the year. 
It's uh, 23 and under at the time of recording. And here's a, a list of those that are kind of in and around the first team. But let's see how many are actually still at the club come the end of this window. Uh, <laughs> Alex Cochran, he can't get loaned out twice, so he'll be there. Uh, Finley Pollock, of course. Ewan Henderson. Uh, Connor Smith. Leo Watson. Aidan Denham. Jamie Brandon, still 23. And uh, Cammy Logan. Cammy. I'm going to go for Simon. Ewan Henderson, sorry. Interesting. I think you'll get the most minutes, so... Yeah, I'm completely on board with that one. I, for exactly the same reason, I think, Henderson. Interesting, boys. I thought he would have played a bit more this uh, this pre-season, this group, you know. I don't know what's happening with you. Uh, Hammy? I'll go Alex Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> you seem so sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm just going on playing minutes, I think. That's fine. And I'm going to say Finlay Pollock. I don't think he's going to Arbroath. I don't think he's going to Coldplay. <laughs> I think he's staying at Hearts and he's going to he's gonna be in and around that first team more than McInef. I think he's third favourite centre mid currently. So. It looked really good. Even last night, he was uh, he was getting in good position. So if he can keep it up. But these, this always happens. We see these young players do well in pre-season in the League Cup for Hearts and then they just never get seen again and won't do it that, that year after. So I hope Aye. he does play. Ah, uh, you're right. I think Harry Cochran's still on everyone's minds, but I think the difference is you saw Harry Cochran, he looked like a wee 16 year old. You know, yeah, because he was. Pollock looks like a professional footballer. He's got a footballer's legs, you know what I mean? <laughs> he looks like he's ready to play at this level. So uh, we will see. Um, oh, this is the best one. Best part from Paddy's on this one. Young player of the season, Michael Smith, because Robbie Nielsen doesn't play kids. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy was chuckling him to himself here and there. He was like, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, right, moving on to player of the season. Hold. For player of the season, I think it's obvious we're all probably going to go for the same person, eh? think so. Craig A.G. Yep. Craig A.G. Craig A.G. Play of the season. Hammy, you look like you're considering someone else. I know. I'm going to mix it up because fuck it, uh, makes it be an interesting. I'm going to say John Suter. I think oh, that was, that's, a... that's exactly what I was going to say. Well, you're <laughs> both going John Suter. Aye. I want I John mean, Suter to have a really good season. Me too, but he wouldn't be better than Craig Gordon. Fingers crossed. It would be nice. You'd like to see feel like, back in the Scotland squad this season. Yeah. I feel like if Craig Gordon was our player of the season last season, and then it's John Souter this season, and then next season we might get up to be a midfield player, and then the season after <laughs> we get up to being a winger, and then the season after that we'll probably go back a bit, and in about 10 years we'll get to being a striker. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was fair enough. Uh, Paddy is also Craig Gordon. Of course it is. Because uh, your your keeper would, of course, be your player of the season if you win the league. Aye, in the championship. Aye, definitely. <laughs> well, it's got clean... I mean, it'd be between that and the striker. The 30 goals of the complete Aye. whole season clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's that. <clears throat> that's the season-long predictions. Now let's have a wee chat about season-long wagers. Right? So, Simon, you were having a wee laugh at my uh, Liam Boyce will score 14 goals. 14 goals? Are you nuts? <laughs> well, maybe lower the bar a wee bit, for betting purposes. Just That's what I thought. That's for your information, like just for your for SPFL's top goal scorer last season was Odison Edward with 18. So Boyce would need to have some fucking season. And I'm pretty sure we looked it up the last Harps player to score 13 or more goals in a season. I'm pretty sure it was like Rudy Scatchel in the mid 2000s, like 2006 maybe. Mm-hmm. So you're really betting on Liam Boyce being our best striker <laughs> since John Robertson for a season. And I know Kyle Lafferty had 19 goals or something like that, but that was all comps. Yeah. I just think all all roads lead to Boyce in terms of how we play. Like, someone's got to put them out. If, if we are going to play well, Liam Boyce is going to have a good season. That's essentially what it comes down to. Exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you what then, Simon. Over under, 12 goals, £5 a goal. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. And I'm the yeah, under. Shake hands. Yep. <laughs> 12 goals it is then that's fine I'd just like to reiterate I am most definitely the under yeah sure I do right, just so I think uh, I think he might sneak sneak 13 14 goals um, one win for me uh, the, the more he scores over 12 it's obviously been a good season aye. that's it uh, Cameron we had a very interesting very drunk conversation about Finlay Pollock because <laughs> we're that sad and uh, we... <laughs> that's not something you tell people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened, and now everyone knows. And you, you came up with a wager, and it's, it's a good one. We're still to work out how the hell this is going to work. But uh, an over under bet with Finlay Pollock minutes played this season for Hearts. How do you want to work this out? Um, Just do it by think... games. I think it's just a straight under over on games played. And I think in the games they've got to have played at least 40 minutes. Because like 20 minutes at the end of games is likely going to be what, what I think he built up. Right. Yeah, I think that's good. At least 40 minutes, right. Well, so he needs to play he needs to play an hour of the game for it to count as like a, a proper appearance, you're saying. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing like or be subbed on 1,200 minutes. That's about 20 appearances based on an hour a game. Well, there's no chance he'll get that. What do you think about how many games there are? <clears throat> Calculate. I just done that but all, all with my brain, not even a calculating sight. It's probably wrong, and I'm sitting here and folk are listening to it going, this fucking idiot is such an idiot. <laughs> Thousand minutes out. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, I think one thousand two hundred minutes works out at about twenty appearances a season. No. See, I think it, even myself, I think it'll be a fair bit under that. For, for I'll, do you, I'll do you a, a, a straight over under twenty quid total, just a, a straight twenty quid bet. Um, I'll take the under on six hundred minutes. Well, I just looked at 10 appearances for that 600, so I'll go over that. That's fine. So that's 10 appearances off 
over 60 minutes in 10 games over under. In the league. Aye, in the league only. That's where it might, I might get stung. <laughs> I think it's, I, I, I think it's, it's probably, well, it feels like a good line, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. who knows, I'm not a bookie. Well, 10 seems fair. Uh, it could, could end up way more than that. It could be a first-team player for this whole season. You just don't know. It could be a loan at Arbroath in a week. <laughs> in <laughs> which case, you could just pay me 20 quid. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. Here you go, big man. Um, any other wagers kicking about, which I'm not going to be involved in? I can only lose a certain amount of money. No. That's fine. It's very sensible. It's sensible. Um, well, that just leaves looking ahead to Celtic this weekend, and uh, we can only we can only hope that we're all going to get tickets in the ballot for it. <laughs> I think uh, what is it? So as it stands, there's eight thousand people allowed to go, and there's over ten thousand, maybe eleven thousand season tickets now sold. So there's going to be around three thousand missing out unless Edinburgh City Council up the limit. Still to be confirmed. There'll be no Celtics there. There's that. How, how do you think it's going to go? Do you think we're going to go there and play a 3-4-3, first of all? Do you think we're going to go and attack Celtic this weekend? No. <laughs> no. I think it, it will be the 3-4-3. Three, three. I'm pretty sure we can all pretty much predict what the lineup will be as well. Um, yeah. Well, maybe maybe we might talk about that when we get to buy ourselves. <laughs> oh, no, okay. So, yeah, I think... Um, it's the first game of the season. Celtic at home. Um, I very much lean on the side of, and I, I understand that it's, it's maybe not probable, but I lean on the side that you should be entering every single season, obviously based on on your squad and stuff, with the, the aim to at least try and win it for the start. These these predictions should taper off, and, and there should be expectations. Obviously, if you're Robbie Nielsen, your contract should be you should win the league. But I think your expectation as a squad should be, listen, we'll every game at 90 minutes and we'll try and fucking win it Aye. because you're going into every game expecting to win it or, or at least trying to win it so why wouldn't you try and win the league if you're going to try and win every game and if you're going to a game not expecting to win it you're fucking idiot. well yeah. I think genuinely I think and, and whether or not we look at it in this perspective I don't know but what I'd like to see us look at as is it's the first day of the season we're getting them at a point where everybody's on a level mm-hmm. They've we could catch them cold what I'd like to do is think of this as a free hit and genuinely just have a go. And look, if you lo- like, if you lose the game, it's the first game of the season. It's not like you're relying on a result at this point. You know what I mean? So go out there with, yes, probably an increased chance of getting beat, but go and try and win the game. I'd hate for us yeah. to sit up and, and, and then just you know lose 1-0 because we've never tried to get into the game. Mm-hmm. Celtic are definitely, like you were saying, off the pod, Celtic are definitely worse at being attacked than when teams sit off them. You've seen it last season. As soon as a team went for Celtic, they had not a clue how to deal with it. No, but then the flip side, uh, completely agree. I think the flip side is that they are exactly what we aren't and that they are the team who if someone sits in, they'll they'll pick them up. They'll you know they'll eventually pick a hole and they'll they'll right. score that goal. It's the thing we can't do in games. Um so uh, let's let's go for them. Open it up. Right. That might you know if it's a hiding or nothing, it's a hiding or nothing. But I think Worth that gamble in the first day of the season, yeah. And it's especially if it's eight thousand. Hopefully, if it's just eight thousand Hearts fans in there, you're not going to want to be sitting back just watching Celtic attack wave after wave because instantly the fans are going to be getting pissed off at that. No, 
Looking forward I'm to excited. it. I'm excited to get a bit angry on a what Saturday. Let's <laughs> ticket in town if you can get one. Right. <laughs> lucky enough. And they've also had an absolutely rank pre-season. Let's not forget that. They are looking shaky and their keeper is absolutely terrible. So... He's still, is it Barkas? They've still got in goals. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I, I, will swap I will swap the money they spent for him for. No, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> I'm not even going to utter those words. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Cameron, let's go to you for uh, for buy or sell. Well, I guess you better uh, round up our, our, our own pre season buy or sell and all, eh? Um, I'll round it up quite quickly. Pre season finished. Don't care. Moving on. Let's get into the real games where we're really going to keep the scores for now on. This is it. Fresh, clean slate, boys. Ready to go. Um, excited. New season. New season. Um, everybody starts at zero, except Paddy, who probably should start to sell it like plus 10 to maybe level it off. So, with that in mind, um, many of these to go. The very first buy-sell question of the new season is... And these are all related to the Celtic game. Craig Gordon, who is on a beautiful run of clean sheets at the moment, I believe it's 11, not 11, that correct? So um, straight up, does he does he continue this to 12? Sell. I'm going to sell that as well. Oh, there's a part of me that wants to win by or sell. Again, I'll uh, just mention that again. Uh, <laughs> defending, defending champion Simon of buy and sell here. <laughs> um, and also, and also, I'm probably going to buy it. Oh, bold! First bold call of the season. Oh, obviously, he's probably going to concede a goal, but all or nothing. Um, I mean, I'd love to, but I'm, I'm selling it. I'm selling it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and and then the next one, you know, I'd normally go into these games where, you know, a better stat, the, the stat makes no sense. You know, if, if I look at our most recent <laughs> game, we had, we had 61% possession last night, right? So my possession line for the Celtic game is perhaps <laughs> over 46.5. I'll buy that, aye. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I think it's like I, I was trying to pick a line which I thought was there or thereabouts because I, I really do think they'll have more of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it too. No, I'm not going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. I'm selling it. <laughs> Fair so too. that's three buys and a sell from me. Okay. Now, we were guy. you were going to touch on it just when we were talking about the game before. Now, I alluded to earlier, I know we all spoke about it last night, about how much we would maybe see Boyce and Nandwili in the same squad. So I think I know where you're going to go on this, but do we see them both starting on Saturday at home? I'll, I'll sell that. I will also sell. I think you'll, you'll opt for a, an extra body in midfield. Stroke defence. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to sell. Oh, another one I'd love to buy, but like, is it right? It's, it's, a, it's a stone cold sell. Man, really, <laughs> give him another game or two. I think you might see him. I think they might swap. Yeah. I think that might yeah. actually just be the sub. It'd be a straight switch. Yeah. All right, we'll be losing 2 0, and you'll bring him on in the 89th minute. 
<laughs> like something that Steve Clark would do. I was going to say, it sounds like you're talking about Steve Clark, but there we go. <laughs> All right, the final proper question for this week. Um, now, we've seen a... I actually nearly forgot about this, but we've seen a, a late red card last night um, for just a, a big lunge, really. Um, now, it feels like, you know, first game back at Tyne Castle in the league, you know, emotions are heightened. You know, Celtic will really want to start the season strongly. Do we see a red card in the game on Saturday night? It might be, you know. I'm buying it. There you go. I, I think I'm going to buy it as well. I feel like it's our first league game since we were unfairly chucked out. It's at Tyne Castle. It's on a Saturday night at 8 o'clock. <laughs> All the players will be steaming. Aye. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy okay. it as well. I'll buy it and all. Let's go. Oh, I'm buying across the board. I get a oh. bonus point for guessing who will get sent off because I think it's quite obvious. Andy Halliday is 100% getting a red card on Saturday. It's obviously him. going to be a, a couple of Hearts players. Aye. Nobody for Celtics getting sent off. <laughs> well, there you go. I have a one one final question that I'll continue to ask as we, as we go on through the season until it gets cleared up. But... Um, and it doesn't count towards the points, but let's just get a, a roundhouse's buy sell on whether or not we are all actually at the game on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buy. We'll all be there. Yep, I'm buying. I'll buy. Oh, um, fine. I'm, I'm up for it. I'm, I'm game of user. Let's go. We're lucky to live in a brilliant council area who are really sensible and always make good decisions and they'll be increasing <laughs> the limit in line with season ticket holders. Fantastic council. <laughs> a fantastic council working with a really well-run club. <laughs> uh, tick office is still closed today. <laughs> um, bye. 50th episode next week. If anyone has Phil Stamp's number, please email... <laughs> Who else is there? David Abua. If anyone's in David Abua's DMs, who else, who's on the wish list? Um, did you say Phil Stamp? Of course I did. It was the first name. Right. Sorry. <laughs> um, Stevie Fulton. Stevie Fulton. Stevie, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Big hearts, man. Um, St- Stevie Nicks is a woman, Javi. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a, maybe if you know any legends or if you're a, maybe you're a legend listening yourself get in touch if you want to come on because none of us have got the time to go DMing folk so <laughs> and if you are listening you are a legend so there you go ah, exactly these are all legends and our eyes um, so season kicks off next week but I'm missing next week's podcast as I'm going on my jollies uh, going to Ayrshire I've never been to Ayrshire in my life <laughs> somehow I've been to Kelly no no Never seen, never seen the West Coast. So, bring back the pies. <laughs> pies on the way. Um, bye. So enjoy, uh, enjoying good luck on the pod next week. Hopefully, you're discussing a, a four or five 0 victory over the Celtic. Um, and I. But thanks for your time tonight, boys, and uh, thanks to Padman Productions for all your editing time as ever. Um, if you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Hearts underscore Podcast. 
And if you are a legend and you want to get in touch discreetly, the email address heartspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a nice wee review. But otherwise, spread the good word. So until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts. We'll see you again soon.